What's up, everybody? I'm Kevin Wilkins. He's Caden Jarvis. Welcome back. This is the Wind Column. Thank you for listening. I just get excited. You just get excited. If you, if you can't hear that on... If you're watching this on YouTube and you can't hear it, give a listen to the audio. That way you can hear our sound effects that we added. They're a little spectacular. So today... We're going to talk about a lot of things college football because that's basically the most important thing happening right now. Yeah. The NBA is taking place, but let's no, be real. It doesn't matter. The NBA doesn't matter until after Christmas, Yeah. in my opinion. So I'm going to give you today in history. Start off with a little history fact. Always got to start off with something. You got to learn something. If you don't if you don't take anything out of this show, at least you'll learn something right here. I mean. In 1776, Phi Beta Kappa is organized as the first American college Greek letter fraternity at William and Mary College in Williamsburg, Virginia. Wow, 1776? Is so that what you said? Yeah, that was before the Civil War, right? Kevin, that's that's when America was founded, right. 1776. So yeah, it's before the Civil War. It's right after the Revolutionary War. That, okay, yeah, because the Civil War was in 1800s. Wow, oh, they were they were going hard and they at William and William Mary. William and Mary, you know, was okay. it just two people that went to school there? It was just William and Mary. Just William and Mary. Okay, and then today in history and sports, let me Ow, give you. And today in 1978, this is one that Caden found, uh, free agent Pete Rose signs the richest contract in MLB history for $3.2 million, getting paid $800,000 a year, making him the highest paid player ever, which at the time was a lot. But now that's basically, if you make it to the majors, you're probably getting paid that. Yeah. And then also, best player in the league was only making $3.2 million. Well, back then he was a freaking baller. Yeah. And Put then, him in the hall. And today in 2008, so kind of recent, Former NFL running back, broadcaster, and TV personality, <laughs> O.J. Simpson, the juice. The juice? He was loose, but not after this, was sentenced to 33 years in prison for kidnapping and armed robbery. Nice. So O.J. Simpson had a few few run-ins with the law. Uh, just a couple. Just a couple. Uh, I don't know if you guys knew that, but he, he, he did get in some trouble. Just not, not a lot. The glove didn't fit. So glove didn't, he must have quit. Glove didn't fit. So that's all That's all that matters. That's all you got for today? You got anything else? That's all I got. Okay. So today, we're going to talk to you about the college football playoffs. Like mm-hmm. we said, that's the most relevant thing in sports right now. So I'll, I'll go ahead and give you – you want me to give them top four or you want me to give them top four? Uh, I can give them top four. Give me the top four. Okay, so actually, I'll give you top six, too. I'll give you the first two out. Okay. Six, Oklahoma. Five, Utah. So then as of right now, the one of the semifinals would be Ohio State versus Georgia. Mm-hmm. And the other one would be LSU and Clemson, the Battle of the Tigers. Okay, so I'm going to tell you what's going to happen right now. We'll give like our predictions for the conference championships because there's some tomorrow, there's some on Saturday. Mm-hmm. This These next two days decide everything that's going to happen. So LSU versus Georgia, I think – I think LSU is going to blow them out of the water. Really? You think a blowout? I think it's a blowout. Okay. Just because even though LSU's defense isn't as good as Georgia's, Georgia's offense is – or LSU's offense is far superior to Georgia's. But Georgia's got a really good run game. If they just pound the rock the but whole time, DeAndre, keep LSU's offense off the field. I believe DeAndre Swift is not playing. That's their starting running back. Okay. So they're going to be out of running back, and the game's going to be in Jake Fromm's hands, which this is a stat I've thrown out a lot of times because – I think Jake Fromm has a lot of unnecessary hype around him. You're not you're not a big Jake, Jake not, Fromm guy. I'm not a big Jake Fromm guy. I think he is a game manager at best. He reminds me of Philip Rivers, which Philip Rivers, Phillip Rivers he's a Hall of Famer, but he hasn't won anything. That's true. His That's biggest fair. accomplishment is probably making it to the playoffs. Having or making it to the Pro Bowl or something. Seventeen offspring. 
yeah, I mean, what a what a get what a guy. <laughs> but I think Jake Fromm's kind of like a Philip Rivers type guy, and like I said before, the Bulldogs are zero and seven or zero and six when he throws over thirty passes. That's not a recipe for success. That's not, what you, that's not what you want your quarterback to be doing. Exactly. And we play an LSU team that's leading the like top two in the nation in offense, yeah. offensive production. With the Heisman, I think if Joe Burrow, or not if, if Joe Burrow even has a half-decent game, he's winning the Heisman. Yeah, he has to like do something stupid. He has to like throw for like negative 10 yards, I think. Negative 10 yards, six interceptions, like it, a fumble. It had to be something like that. And Georgia's def- one of the defenses that could do it. Flip off Kirby Smart, do but something, here's hit what's a gonna, ref. Here's what's going to happen. LSU's going to beat them, and Georgia's out. Yeah. Okay, but let's also think of If Georgia beats LSU, I think they just well, they don't switch. But LSU will go to four, and Georgia will go to three, in okay. my opinion. Uh-huh. Because that le- – or no, Ohio State's a one seed, correct? Ohio, uh, yeah, Ohio State okay. is number one right now. So they would flip. I would say Georgia would go to two, LSU to four. And then Ohio State is playing. You still think uh, Georgia would be higher than Clemson? Yeah, they d- I don't think the committee likes Clemson that year, oh. this year, especially after that North. How can you? That cl- close North. I mean, they're blo- they're quietly blowing people yeah, out of the water. but it's the ACC, Kevin. Me and you could blow them out. I, I know, but like. I could go play for Wake Forest right now. They're defending. Okay, Wake Forest is kind of good. but like, They just lost to Syracuse. These are, again, their last few games, it was. 52 to 3 against a, a ranked Wake Forest team, 55 10, 59 7, 38 3 against South Carolina, which actually I take it back by said about Georgia. I think it would go if, like, say LSU lost, it would go Ohio State because I don't see Virginia beating them in any situation. Okay. Even if Justin Fields doesn't play, I think J.K. Dobbins can carry the load. So it's going to stay Ohio State. This is if LSU loses Ohio State, Clemson, then L- um, Georgia, then LSU. I would just have LSU at four, Georgia at three, because I don't I don't want a team that lost to South Carolina to be ahead of a team that blew South Carolina out by thirty five points. True, but here's what I think is going to happen: so LSU is going to blow Georgia out. Okay. Ohio State's going to blow Virginia out. Hope not. I mean, not of Virginia. Ohio State's going to blow out uh, Wisconsin. There you go. And then Clemson's going to blow out Virginia though. Because yeah. I don't think their offense is good enough. I don't think they're good enough. And then I think Utah, if they beat Oregon, will slide into that fourth spot. I think Utah over you guys. You guys won't make it because it doesn't matter what. We have to blow out Baylor. If Whoa. you guys blow out Baylor by like 60 points, it that might get you consideration. But I don't think you guys will make it regardless because if you – like Utah has one of the best defenses, if not the best in the nation. So let me just read to you. It's the Pac-12. It doesn't, it's the Pac-12. It doesn't matter. Kevin. It does not matter. They're so bad. They're holding. They have the best defense in the nation. They have one of the best running backs in the nation, and their quarterback. If he could just maintain the ball, not turn it over, they're solid. Who's their running back? Uh, Zach Moss. So they can't, beat. Can't be that. They beat Berkeley thirty-five zero, UCLA forty-nine three, Utah forty-five fifteen. They beat UW, which was supposed to be one of the better teams in the league. They beat. That was their closest game. Was thirty-three to twenty-eight. And that's also the most points they've given up. Washington Washington is the biggest letdown, I think, of the Washington past Washington is definitely years. one of the biggest letdown. Well, their biggest letdown of the season was losing to USC, but that's just a blip. And now USC is ranked. That's just a blip? They're ranked, though. I say their loss to USC is better than Georgia's loss to South Carolina. Yeah. Okay, so why? Do you think it's better than Oklahoma's loss to Kansas State, who Kansas State at one point was ranked 15th? Okay, uh, that's tough. And, see, and Manhattan, too? See, USC... They lost to a USC team that I don't think had their quarterback at the time. I mean, let me fact check that. Slovis? Right. No, um, not Slovis. Uh, JT Daniels. 
Yeah, so... Well, JT Daniels was gone the first possession of the first game. Yeah, so they ended up... They lost to the third-string quarterback of USC, Matt mm-hmm. Fink. Okay. Who went 21-30 for 350 and three touchdowns. He lost to a third-string quarterback. Okay, they did. But their quarterback, he managed well. Their running game was... He managed well. Their running game is what struggled. Zach Moss got hurt, and he only had six carries for 20 yards. So they were relying heavily on their quarterback and their backup running back. So I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. Everybody, that's a slip-up game for them. I think um, Kansas State was a slip-up game for you. They were good at the time, but beating you got them, like, higher ranked. Mm-hmm. And USC is obviously, obviously higher, higher ranked now. I just think that no matter who wins the Big 12 championship, they're not going to make it. Unless... If Baylor wins, there's no Big 12 team in the champion in the playoffs. If Baylor if Oklahoma win- wins, there's a chance. No, okay, so I disagree. I think whoever wins and Georgia loses and Utah loses, I think the winner goes. Probably. Because they're both one-loss teams. So you're not going to have a two-loss team. But I just don't think Charlie Brewer is good enough to get Baylor. God, I hope not. Can we Let's just not, like, speak anything into existence. I mean – the, my worry for you guys is Baylor had you up, down twenty eight to three, which you did come back, which was impressive. Yep. Okay, but your defense was terrible. Yeah. And all uh, 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 your defense, defense was terrible in the first, the first half. half. Your team, your defense is very inconsistent. I think that's they played a great that, game. That's the difference between you guys being the fourth seed and Georgia being like the fifth seed. Like the difference between you guys and Georgia is they trust Georgia's defense more than they trust like your guys' offense and defense. Your offense is. Your offense is good enough to be considered one of the better ones in the in the nation, mm-hmm. but the problem is your defense is so inconsistent. Like you guys haven't had a complete defensive game, obviously, since you guys played Texas. No, we had a very complete defensive game uh, against Oklahoma State last week. Held them to sixteen. Okay. okay, but that was your offense. Like, wasn't crazy good. Well, let, let me pull up some stats for you. I mean, I just th- I just think that th- your defense has proven to be too inconsistent. Uh, Parnell Motley had the game of his life. He should have had three interceptions. Mm-hmm. Had two. Uh, one of them got called back on a terrible call. They said his heel was out of bounds. Okay, it was not. There was green in between. Uh, let's see what we got here. We held Oklahoma State sixteen points. Beat him thirty-four to sixteen. Okay, but this is when your team looks bipolar because um, Jalen Hurts only threw for one sixty-three. Now, granted, Kenny Brooks did go off for Kennedy. Kennedy got the ball a lot. He, he doesn't he normally did, get the ball. He did go off for one sixty, and Jalen had hit sixty-one yards, so that helps. But on the defensive side, you guys did have a couple interceptions, or just one interception. I'm just seeing one. One. We had one interception. Uh, the other one was a fumble recovery. Okay, that's what I meant. Okay, yeah, but honestly, your defense is not. If you had to pick one defense that you trusted to like. To make a stop on the final drive, would you take yours? Yes. Or Utah's? I would take ours. I wouldn't, no. You know why? You four, four consecutive games we've had a takeaway on our last defensive possession. Yeah, but you guys have gotten really lucky. That lucky? No. Kaden, that, lu- that catch against Ohio- Iowa State was pass interference, first of all. No. Nope. You you already admitted it was. Don't even. Don't, don't go back on it. You admitted it was pass interference, and that was pass interference. It wasn't pass interference because they didn't call it. I mean, it basically was pass interference. And then you guys beat us by, I think, a possession, maybe 10. Not possessions, 10 points. Um, I beat you by 7. 7, so a, a possession. And, yeah, you guys, I just don't think you're consistent. No matter what happens with you guys, it would take Georgia, Utah. If Utah loses, we're in if we win. If Utah loses, no matter what, we're in if we win. If Utah loses, yeah. But here's the problem. Which I think they do. 
Well, if Georgia wins, you guys are screwed because you guys aren't making it. Because Georgia and LSU, I think, <coughs> I think Georgia, LSU, and Ohio. Well, not Georgia, Ohio State and LSU. If if they lose, they're still in. They're, they're locked one hundred percent. So Georgia wins, LSU still in. Even Ohio State wins, that's three. You're basically fighting for one spot, and it's that Clemson spot. Uh, and our defense against Oklahoma State, by the way, held Chuba Hubbard, who was, who's a great running back. He is a great running back. He held him to 104 yards. That's pretty good. I mean, 104 yards it, it isn't. It's not Chuba standard. It's not Chuba standard. Let's also keep in mind that the Oklahoma State Cowboys, which they somehow keep getting ranked. I mean, they're eight and four, but I don't, we beat them. Yeah. Uh, the, let's also. They had a backup quarterback playing. Let's also get this. Uh, Lincoln Riley has been coaching Oklahoma for, I believe, this is his third year. Uh, he has more Bedlam wins. Than Bob Stoops? No, than Gundy. Gundy's been oh. coaching there for 15 years. Yeah, I mean. Lincoln's been there for three. Oklahoma State will never be the team that's the best team in the nation, I don't think. No. They are a team that will be in the nine-win range as as, as they, they are, are. Th- this year. And going back to you guys in Utah, I, I think Utah's a better team. Like I think they're a more w- well-rounded team. I think we kill Utah. So you I don't think it's close if we play them. I don't know. That'd be tough. I think it's close. With a defense like a defense like Baylor that pretty much can find you guys for the first quarter or first half, I mean, like ignore the second half because uh, I, I think Baylor kind of just got into game management mode and they they kind of you like, like that, don't you? What game management? You, they, that's like probably your fifth time saying that. This okay? Well, they just put, they just got oops, they just got in Ooh. don't don't lose mode. Yeah, and I think that kind of hindered against their offense. So I think if they kind of like you know our great coach Randy Hayner. From Little League, step on their throats. Like step if, on their throat. if they just stepped on your guys' throats, I think they would have turned the page. They would have beat you guys. Like they kind of just played not to lose at that point because they had gotten to a, a very comfortable lead, and then they were just like, "Okay, so we're good right now. We'll, we'll just run the ball." Against Baylor, what hurt us was Jalen. Jalen was the one that put us in the tough situations. He had some really bad turnovers. He did have some bad turnovers, but you they were dumb mistakes. I mean, one of them he tri- he tried to keep his balance by putting the football on the ground, and mm-hmm. it slipped out of his hand. He threw a couple. I think it was one interception right to a guy. Uh, he had one interception. He should have had three. They dropped a couple. They did. Yeah, it was it was tr- it was tough. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, their leading rusher, Baylor's leading rusher, was Charlie Brewer, sixty-five mm-hmm. yards, two touchdowns. Which yeah. those are just like cheap, three-yard touchdowns, probably. Charlie Brewer passing, one hundred ninety-four yards, two Charlie touchdowns. Charlie Brewer is a what year? Junior? Sophomore? Can you can you find that out? He is a junior. So Baylor will be interesting next year. Matt, Matt Rule has turned that. It depends around. where Matt Rule goes, though, because I'm hearing a lot of Matt Rule to the Cowboys, Matt Rule to the Giants. Whoever loses uh, their coach in the NFL, that's I'm hearing Matt Rule's name. He's gonna stay. Speaking of going to the NFL, mm-hmm. what a segue that was. Did what? you see that? Did you go? Tua Tungavailoa, uh-huh. Alabama's quarterback. Which mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys watched that episode or listened to that episode, but he ended up hurting his hip, dislocating his hip, broken nose. Which I mean, you could play with a broken nose. Dislocated hip and like a. And and he already pa- posterior wall fracture. He already, he already has a bum ankle. Yeah. Which as someone who has a as a fellow bum ankle person sufferer uh-huh. sufferee suffer sufferee suffering with sufferery. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't think he should have played in that Mississippi State game. No. And I don't think that he should have. Well, I mean, he should have played, but as soon as they got a comfortable lead, he should have come out. But he's thinking about coming back for a senior year of college, and I don't think he should. You don't think so? No, absolutely not. Poor K. Because, sorry, I got distracted. Yeah. He shouldn't come back because he's a solidified first-round pick. <coughs> mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. no matter what happens. Mm-hmm. Because although Joe Burrow has emerged, because Joe Burrow will probably be one or two depending on who has to pick. Because Chase Young will probably be. It'll be it'll be them one and two. Exactly. It, I don't know who's gonna go where. It'll be whoever. So whoever, like, if the Bengals have the first pick, I do think they'll take Joe Burrow. I hope so. If the Giants have the first pick, or like a team like the Dolphins, I feel like they could go Chase Young just because. Um, you think Ryan Fitzpatrick's the guy? Ryan Miami? Fitzpatrick is not the guy. Uh, I think he definitely had an opportunity to prove that he was the guy, and like like he has before, he has not been able to do that. So, Tua Tungavaloa will not will not have a loss of value because he has an insurance policy that basically shows that since he was an elite college player, that he can still make up to one to ten million dollars, okay, regarded of wh- regardless of where he's drafted. So I do think that it's worth going. Plus, who says he doesn't go back to Alabama and end up pulling a Matt Barkley? Do you remember Matt Barkley? Of course I remember Matt USC Barkley. quarterback. His junior year was projected to be the next great one. Tua Tungavailoa, as we had mentioned before, we were talking about if he should come back to college or go to the NFL. Caden, don't hurt yourself. I know. I think that it's worth going to the NFL and taking a shot. I think at worst he'll drop to the second round, Mm -hmm. and at best he'll probably still be a top ten pick. Um, I do think going back to college could make him look like Matt Barkley a little bit, as I mentioned before. Uh, Matt Barkley's USC team was average his junior year. And everybody thought he's going to be the next great quarterback, so he decided to go back for his senior year. And he ended up being terrible. They went like seven and six, and all of a sudden, Matt Barkley is now a lifetime backup. So, nice. so I mean, hey, that's that's one of the best jobs in the world. I mean, you don't have to do anything, but like, Matt Barkley was projected to be like the greatest, yeah. and he ended up not being the greatest. What do you think about, uh, about Tua's situation? I understand why he wants to come back. I mean, obviously his last season in Alabama isn't going to end the way he wanted it to. Mm-hmm. He obviously wanted it to end with a possible national championship, a possible Heisman Trophy. So um, I understand why he wants to, and I respect him for wanting to because, mm-hmm. you know, that's just the competitor in him. But it it really comes down to what he wants. You know, does he want to take the money right now and go into the NFL? Or does he want to build on his college legacy? See, I I, really think I don't think two is the type to be like Matt Barkley. I think two is the type to extend his legacy. I think that another reason he should not um, not stay, he's going to lose all of his wide receivers because Jerry Judy's going to go. Yeah, Henry Ruggs is going to leave. Devontae Smith is going to leave. But it's Alabama; they're going to have guys. I know they're always going to have guys. They're always going to have guys, but he he might lose four of his best receivers. And so that would leave him with a bunch of sophomores and freshmen that haven't really seen the field yet. So the team would be more improving. The defense would be better because the defense is one of their weaker because of injuries, weaker uh-huh. points. So I just think it's why not go pro? I, I will say I don't think there's a wrong decision for him. Um, I, I don't think there. I, I don't think there's one clear cut thing. It. I think if he goes back to college, that'd be the wrong decision. I think I think I'd respect him a little bit more if he went back. I think going back to college or like him getting injured was kind of like a. A Zion Williamson situation, like everybody thought Zion w- should like stop playing, but this is, like Zion had suffered an injury that like he could have or he did like come back come from. Back from. Two is not going to be able to come back from this injury for at least a year. Yeah. So there's no point in risking it again. 
And let's be honest. Because what happens if he suffers another? Because he's been injury prone. He's been injured every year he's played, except for that first year when he was a freshman and he only played in the championship game. Is that a risk you think he's willing to take? I wouldn't take it. I mean, I wouldn't take it either. Because he suffered ankle injury. He's had two ankle surgeries in two years, and now he's had a hip surgery. Yeah, I mean, he's just a bag of glass. He is a bag of glass, but he's got a cannon for a bag of glass. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, I was going to say something else, too, about him. I forgot. He's Hawaiian. He is Hawaiian. His brother's on the team. His brother is his backup's backup. Backup's backup. Uh, Mac Jones. Mac Jones, yep. Is he a junior? junior. Okay. So if he comes back, he'd obviously have the job. Right. He's not going to have to compete. Uh, it it just depends on what he wants. You know, I, I'd respect him if he stayed, and I'd understand what if he goes. You don't see a lot of guys do that. Oh, here's what I was going to say. And let's be honest. you're If you get drafted, you're going to be making millions of dollars mm-hmm. playing in the NFL. All right. If you stay, you're going to be uh, still playing college football, mm-hmm. which everybody loves. But you're also going to have to keep going to class. That's true, but he could graduate. And if you're like Joe Burrow is only taking like one online class because as a graduate player, you don't have to take as nearly as, as, many, as classes. many classes. But you still got to go. So I did misspeak. Well, not really. He's going to have one of his core receivers back. But Jalen Waddle, yeah, he's a year younger than the other guys. So he'll be a junior next year. So he's not old enough to go to the draft. But and that, he's not that great of a receiver. Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle. He's a fantastic return man. I mean, he's and got great speed. He's so. definitely, he's definitely going to be one of their best receivers next year. Well, yeah, he's going to be an NFL receiver. He just hasn't had the opportunity to shine. Yeah. But after um, Jalen Waddle, they'll have Tyrell Shavers, who's six six and a redshirt sophomore. Uh huh. And then Chadarius Townsend, also a redshirt sophomore. Chadarius. They have Xavier Williams, who will be a freshman. And then they have a guy named Slade Bolden. Ooh, I like that. Who is kind of trying to find himself. Bolden was a quarterback in high school. He's practiced at defensive back and running back in in college. Wow. So I don't think I don't I don't think Slade's going to get some playing time. Well, it you know they can change positions. P- people found success in that. Lane Johnson, who just got the highest contract ever for an offensive lineman. That's right. Was a quarterback in junior college and a tight end at Oklahoma for a little bit. And that for his freshman year, he's a tight end. And then we moved him to offensive line. And now he's the highest paid offensive lineman of all time. And they also have John Michi. Michi? Michi, Michi? Michi, a Canadian freshman. Yo, those Canadians. I mean, they really, Oklahoma's got one. Oklahoma State had one. Honestly, the only I think the only foreign player we have is our punter. He's from Australia. Yeah, you always get those little Aussie guys. Well, because well, one, it's kick balls. his cousin. But, like, they, Australia has, like, a... Oh, you're staying in the family? They have a punting academy. Yeah. It's, like, the NFL kicking slash punting academy or something. So that's where they get all their kickers. Oi, mate, I want to go kick a football at America. <laughs> what? Forrest Gump. We're getting, we're getting you think si- Forrest Gump's Australian? We're getting side comments out of the from <laughs> out of the peanut gallery from over the here. peanut gallery, gallery, our live studio audience of Chris and Alves, who's gonna hop in and do some trivia for us in a little bit. A little bit. Okay, let me get your before we end on our college football. Let me get your predictions for the uh, conference championships Tom- okay. tomorrow so, night. So my solidified solidified picks. Yeah. Okay. Utah, Oregon. Utah. You want me to give you a score, too? Add some spice to it? Go for it. I'm going to go 
It's going to be a defensive battle. I'm going to go 21-14. Okay. Utah. Okay. Utah Utes. Uh, Baylor, Oklahoma. Um, AT&T Stadium. Dallas, Texas. Technically Arlington. It's Jerry World. It's Jerry World. Okay. Um, Lincoln Riley could possibly be coaching. His last time. His okay. last Oklahoma team. And in the Cowboys arena. His first time coaching there. Well, not, no, not uh, first time, but you I know mean, what I mean. Back to back to back to back. You know what I Big mean. I think I'm actually going to go with the upset and go Baylor. Okay. I think it's hard to beat a team twice in a year. We saw that last year. Texas, we couldn't beat you guys last year in the Big 12 championship. I just think that Baylor basically had you guys up against the ropes. They kind of just beat themselves, and they they allowed you guys to get back in the game, giving up a 21-point lead. So did they allow us to come back into the game, or lead. did we force ourselves back into the game? I would say they. I, th- I say we forced ourselves out of the game and we crawled back in. They more allowed. I I would say they allowed you guys to. Our defense get, played great that uh, second half. No points. I'm not. When was the last time, other than Baylor, our defense didn't allow a single point and a half? 1920. I don't know. Shoot, you guys have know. never had a good defense. Uh, when we played Alabama last year, I think they only scored like three points in the second half or a touchdown in the second half. Yeah, but they. If but our defense shows up, their league was so big it didn't matter. If our defense shows up. I think I think we're one of the best teams in the country. So I think it, it's a, it's a big. Let me, let me give you a score because I, I think what was the score of the last time's game? Let me see real quick. The last time was let's see. I got it right here for you. Last time we beat them by three. Thirty-four to thirty-one. Yeah. So I do think that will be a pretty similar score. I'm gonna go 35 31 I'll go. I'll give you Baylor. I'll give you thirty-eight to. Do you think Baylor struggles? Like maybe like a seventeen. Maybe a 20? 38-21. Three touchdowns? Yeah. See, I don't think your defense is going to show up. I just don't. I don't think Charlie Brewer's going to show up. I don't think Charlie Brewer's got it like that. Oh, dang. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm so saying? We're, obviously, we disagree. Who's the Jalen's got the experience in big games like that, too. We know that. He does, but he also has experience losing big games like that. Just saying. Or putting his team in What position. happened in the conference championship last year that he played in? I mean, he beat Georgia, but... What happened in the national championship game? He had to get saved by Tua. Yeah, two years ago, three years <laughs> ago. It's a, it's a new Jalen. He got rid of his uh his dreadlocks, his predator dreads. Okay, uh, we all we know who you who you have for Georgia LSU. LSU, yep. I'm. A, I'll give you a score just to make it interesting. Lowest thirty five fourteen. Wow. Okay, lowest ticket for that is one hundred ninety one dollars. Not not there for it. Virginia Clemson. Clemson. I'm gonna go. I think okay. it's going to be closer than people think. Ooh. I kind of hope so. I was going to say 55-21 Clemson. Oh. Maybe that's closer than some people think. Maybe some <laughs> people think it's going to be 55 to nothing. Ohio State-Wisconsin. Jonathan um, Taylor, big game? Uh, no. Ohio State shut down Jonathan Taylor the first time. And like I said before, it is hard to beat a team a second time. But when you're as good as this Ohio State team is, I don't think they'll have that issue. The first time they beat them, it was 38-7. to And they held Jonathan Taylor to a rough 52 yards on 20 carries. He's averaging two yards a carry. So Justin Fields is a little banged up. So I'm going to give Wisconsin the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to go 24. No, I'm going to go 35-21 Ohio State. Now, do you think Justin Fields can make a a late push for the Heisman? Um, No. I think it's Joe Burrow's award. Did you see his jersey that he wore? The Bur- Burrow E A U X with like the L- the LSU like spelling or Louisiana spelling. Louisiana spelling. I thought yeah. that was cool. Who, in your opinion, who's the best running back in college football right now? Bob, go. 
Oh, that's tough. Um, now I got to think of the running backs that I would consider. I, I think I would probably I would probably go Jonathan Taylor. You think? Yeah. Even though he had a he had a rough game, Jonathan Taylor is putting up some video game type numbers. I like uh, I like Najee Harris. Najee Harris, I think, I, he's I think he's underrated. I think he's a nice combination between a speed and a power back, which a lot of people love. Also, speed and power back. Watch out for Ramondre Stevenson next year at Oklahoma. Just saying. I mean, he's not relevant now, so he's not going to. He's not going to be my answer, obviously. No. But Jonathan Taylor is currently second in yards rushing, <coughs> fourth in touchdowns with twenty. Who's first? First is let's see, Jalen Hurts. I don't know. Possibly. Possibly. With how much that dude runs. No, it's definitely. Who Who would your best running back be? Uh, I like Najee or Chuba. Chuba. Chuba Chuba's nasty. Chuba is really good. It's just his team is bad. I just wonder sometimes how these like really good players end up at schools like this. Like, is it the schools that develop him? It's actually Chuba. Chuba has almost two thousand yards. He's at nineteen thirty six. Um, Great year. <laughs> was it though? Yeah, I don't know. Probably okay. not. It was probably like the Dust Bowl stuff like that. Prohibition almost. Prohibition. People were crossing from Oklahoma to California. I will say this though. There's a lot of good running backs out there. A lot of them from small schools. Like, um, obviously, Oklahoma State's not really a small school, but Boston College, A.J. Dillon's in third. Um, Jarrett Patterson from Buffalo's in fifth. Malcolm Perry, the Navy quarterback. Obviously. Why not? Why not? Navy quarterback is in sixth. Wow. And then Louisville, Western Michigan, which that's where Devin Bass goes, the guy who yeah. went to Pittman High School. Right. So, yeah, there's a lot of good running backs out there. Speaking of Pittman High School, real quick, Colin Kaepernick, did did we see what happened with him? He did not get a job. He, uh, I believe but he got signed with the Washington Redskins practice. Colin Kaepernick did? Yeah. No, his his receiver from the, the trial did. Oh. Did I read that wrong then? You definitely did. I feel like that would be yeah. much bigger news. It's okay. You tried. Yep, you're right. I'm sorry. What? Do we know his name? Uh, it's not Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> Uh, let's see. No, they there was a video of him catching the pass from Colin Kaepernick, and it was kind of like a semi-diving catch, and I think that's really what caught the scouts' eye. Because t- if you think about it, that's not it just wasn't a trial for Colin Kaepernick. It was an opportunity for all the guys that he was utilizing. So, yeah. like we talked about before, I don't think Colin Kaepernick's going to get a job this season. He'll, I think if he gets one, it'll be during the offseason, and if he doesn't get one by next year, I think his time in the league is done. Who makes return to the NFL first, Colin Kaepernick or Andrew Luck? Oh, I would say Andrew Luck. Um, I think Andrew Luck just, he retired out of pain and. We got a question from the peanut gallery. A question from the gallery. He is the court or was the quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts. He was a former number one overall pick at a Stanford. He retired during the preseason this year. He's only like 29 saying he's just had enough. He, he, He suffered a lot of injuries. He hurt his shoulder and he wasn't able to throw an actual size football for about a year. So he kind of just called it quits from the NFL. Was that one of her trivia questions? Do I get a point for that? No, um, no definitely not. But I do think that maybe he'll reconsider. Um, he also he went to Stanford University, so he could he could also utilize the degree that he got. He's a smart dude. He's a very smart guy, so he could utilize his degree, or maybe he might find his love for football again and come back to the NFL. Can we see him coach? Um, I think he's too young to coach. I would say he'd have to be like a coordinator somewhere. Yeah, his alma mater. Maybe quarterbacks for, coach. Maybe a quarterbacks coach for his former coach. 
in college. Yeah. At uh, Michigan University. He didn't go to Michigan, but that's where his coach is, John, yeah. John Harbaugh. Might not be there Jim, for... Excuse me, Jim. Might not be there for long, though. It depends. I'm hearing a lot of things for him going to the NFL, so it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. So that concludes what we think of, what I think of the, the college conference championships yeah. that are coming up this weekend. It'll be really interesting to see. For the most part, I agree with you, except for the Pac-12. I think Oregon wins. You think Oregon wins? I, think I Oregon just think wins. Oregon keeps choking in big games. I don't think Justin Herbert has that clutch gene in him. They lost to Auburn, and they lost um, Arizona State. To Arizona State, off of like an eighty-one touch to eighty-one yard touchdown. So now we're gonna kick it to Kristen Owls. We're gonna take a quick intermission so we could get her ready for our trivia. 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 Oh my. Dude. Okay, so we got trivia. Trivia. Fantasy or fact. Let's give it up for Christmas. The crowd got pumped. That was really loud. They got unnecessarily pumped. Okay, don't embarrass me. Okay, well, she said she had a pretty good job of doing that yourself. Thanks. (laughs) Okay. What was the first year fantasy football happened? The first year fantasy football was played? Yeah. I'm going to go, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go 2003. No. Oof. Okay. Okay, it's a little earlier than that. I thought I went pretty early. Yeah, I think that is early, but, you know, they could have done it without the internet. I'm going to give you 1998. No. In 1962, three people 62? came up with a concept for fans to play football on paper using their favorite players. Each person's team would compete against another's for points. The same basic rules developed in 1962 are still in use today. Doesn't oh. your family do that? Like, put it all on paper? Nope. Your dad does that. Like, he, he drafts on paper. He writes it out. No, you gotta write up who you get, stuff like that. Oh, okay. See, you mine know, is like, just all in my knocker, do, you know? We don't do the math. You brought a notebook when you drafted. That was different. That was my first time. You want me Rookie to like, mistake. You want me to, like, add up all the points? Like, oh, yeah, at That's what they yards. did. That's what they did. They, okay. They valued stuff, I guess. Both of you got that one wrong. Okay. I would just, like, lie and get, like, 300 points. <laughs> Sure, they all watch the game. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> what was the name of the first fantasy football league? Say, I'm gonna give you guys options on this one. <laughs> this is fine. I like I wasn't this one. In it. I wasn't in the At league. At least she's giving us options. I'm giving you options. What are the options? Let's hear them. Okay, Greater Oakland Professional p- Pigskin, twenty six percent. Oh, don't listen to my twenty six percent. Wide World of Football League, Paper Predictors for Football Players, Paper Pigskin. Yeah, I'm going to go paper pigskin. No. Paper predictors. No. Greater Oakland professional pigskin. Greater Oakland? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. What are these questions? (laughs) He was considered the father of fantasy football. Kristen, I don't know. (laughs) What do you mean? He's not my father. (laughs) Kidding, you don't know? No guesses? Okay, what if I read you guys these guys' names? She said it was 1962. So this is a no? Okay, William Raider, Willington Dover, yeah, Wild Raider. Bill Raider. Hickok, Wolfride Bill Wickenback. I think it's Raider because the league had something to do with Raider. <laughs> Is it right, the Raider one? No. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I'm going to go with Will Fry Bill or whatever you said his name. That is it. Oh Three my. friends are credited with coming up with a fantasy football concept, but it is Winkenbeck who was really the main brain behind it. He is credited with this honor due in part to his previous fantasy sports development. Bill. Woo! Where's the button? Which one are you? Okay. <laughs> Kaden one, Kevin zero. 
Who is the highest rated fantasy football player of 2018 according to ESPN? 2018, so that's yeah. last season. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, can I? Can I? Is it going into the year or at the end of the year? This person ended 2017 on top. Okay, so, so it's, it's going into the year. Beginning. I'm gonna go. Yeah, Ezekiel Elliott. No. <sighs> Who is? No. <laughs> she said no. No, I said, oh, because oh. <laughs> I saw the name, and I was like, I think he plays this position. Who is? And I was right. Le'Veon Bell. No. Did you Leonard Fournette almost? Oh, uh, yeah, I did. I ESPN compiled their list of the top 300 fantasy football players for the 2018 season. At the Patrick top of Mahomes. the list was running back oh. Todd Gurley, oh. the second, from the Los Angeles Rams, most likely because he ended 2017 on top. Wow. Okay. How many points do you get if a quarterback throws a touchdown? Yeah. So I have a question oh, about this one. On your lead. That's what I thought. Yeah, it depends I'm on. Go, I'm going to go four. No. Those are options? There are seven, nine, six, and eight. Yeah, I'm going to go six. Why? I feel like I can't give it to you because I'm scared to get that. Okay, it's six. Okay, one, one. I just felt like I didn't give him options. Well, that's, that's, you that's, did. That's, yeah, you didn't. That's your fault for jumping the gun, though. She didn't say there were options. In real life and in fantasy scoring, a touchdown is worth six points. So maybe you can't change the QBs. That is true. <laughs> I know, but like... <laughs> I was like, true? I was like, false. There's a possibility for seven or eight. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. it depends on your league. Because remember that one year? It was my very first year as commissioner. I changed the quarterback scores at 10 points a touchdown. Oh, yeah, they had like 90 points a game. <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. Our league, it's four. Yeah. No, it's six. I don't know. Depends. Okay. One, one. What fantasy sport was played before fantasy football? Uh, no. Yeah, baseball? No. Yeah. Wrestling? No. Soccer? Wickenback was the main creator of fantasy football, partly because he based it on two <laughs> other sports he had developed paper leagues for. Track. The first sport to be played this way was golf. He also created a fantasy baseball league centered around hitting. Golf. That's golf was the first golf one. First, yeah. The baseball was, was the, the second. <laughs> the question was, what was the first? Yeah, not, not the, the second. Not that it mattered. I wasn't gonna be like, oh, the first one was golf. The second one was baseball. <laughs> yeah. How many fantasy points you g- see? This is okay. How many fantasy points you get if your running back has a 13 yard gain before being pushed back three yards? I think this is like standard. Yeah. Standard league. 1.3. No. Well, just one. See, and this is negative third. Or yeah, it's one. Sorry. I okay. guess negative three. Yeah, it depends on the no, 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 no. Just think about it. He he ran 13 yards and got pushed back three. That's a 10-yard rush. On the field, players don't score points for yardage gained, Caden. In the fantasy world, though, a running back or any other player who gains yards gets one fantasy point for every 10 yards gained. Players will also lose points if they lose yardage. Uh, uh, I protest this quiz because that is not true in every league. In our league, it is. Okay, next players. question. I'm the trivia expert. What quarterback is ranked? Wait, so did you get a point for that? Yeah. Okay. I got it right. What quarterback is ranked the highest in 2018 according to ESPN? Quarterback, Katie. Yeah. Patrick yeah. Mahomes. No. Can I guess again? No. Did I lose my yeah. chance? It's not Patrick, um, so it's got to be. Quarterback. 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 
Okay. There's a time limit, Katie. No, Aaron Rodgers. Oh. When ESPN came out with its top 300 ranking, the highest ranked quarterback was Aaron Rodgers from the Green Bay Packers. I'm up two to one. If Tom Brady gets sacked, what happens with his fantasy points? It goes down. Well. Okay. He loses one point. Yeah. Yeah. Be specific. It goes down. Of course it goes down. <laughs> I tell her how much it goes well, down. She didn't get like a situation, like how many yards or something. Because he still loses one point. <laughs> I know. So what if he. Two, two, tie game. <laughs> What's that deal? Who is the highest fantasy scoring player since 1995? Yeah, I'm going to go Randy Moss. No. Oh, no, he had a really good year. Nope. Uh, I'm going to go. You know, I'm going to stick with my own. You got to go Adrian Peterson. No, Marshall Falk. Is it Peterson? Uh, I guess Adrian Peterson. Yeah. In his active years, he was never ranked lower than 17 and usually hovered in the top seven. Jennifer Marshall. He had two-point busting seasons in 2000 and 2001 where he averaged over 1,300 running yards and more than 780 receiving yards. Wow. Stop falling asleep on me, Caden, before oh, I knock still, you out. I'm giving you facts <laughs> since you guys don't like to elaborate. Okay. In the 2017 season, who became the, what? Say it to my face, Caden. What's wrong with you? A lot. Continue. In 2017 season, who became the oldest player to average more than 18 fantasy points per game? 2017? Yeah. Um, yeah, Antonio Brown? Yeah. <sighs> I knew this one. It's got to be old. Go well, last thing is how, how many points? How many points was it? Um, 18 fantasy points. Is it 2017? Yeah. It's not Antonio Brown. I had him on my team that year. He was really good. <laughs> oldest player. No. Yes. Who's uh, the oldest player? Never mind. I heard the question wrong. Uh, Kaden. Larry Fitzgerald. No, Tom Brady. See, that d- again, that depends on your league. If it's a PPR league, you don't know. In each of the last four seasons, what team has had a running back ranked in the top four in fantasy stats? There are <laughs> options? In each of the past four seasons, you Yes. Do you want me to give you options? Yes, please. 49ers, Rams, Giants, Steelers. Oh. Yeah. What? Okay, you can't say yeah Rams. and like, no. Yeah, Steelers. Yeah. 3 3. Speaking of LeVon Bell. Le'Veon. Is that his name? Yeah. Gosh, okay. Unless he changed English it. is hard. Fill in the blank. In 2017, Bell led the NFL with a high career touch, career high blank touches. Touches? Yeah. So how many times he took? Okay. I'm going to go. Is there options or are we just got to guess? I kind of want you guys to guess for funsies. Okay, so you got to. I think it's an insane amount. You got to give us, like, if we're at least below five. Like, if we're, like, close to it, you know? Like, price yeah, is right. Gotta, yeah, you got to give us, like, a little, a little <laughs> wiggle room. A range. A little, so All right. You want to go first or you want me to go? Okay, first? I'm giving you a 10 point range. 10 points? Okay, I'm going to go 355. No. no. I'm going to say it's a little lower than that. I didn't say it. 279. 406. I was close. I was closer, though. I was close. 400? Yeah. Dang. No wonder he took a year off. Yeah. I thought my answer was too high. That's why she asked ask us questions like, what pitcher had one arm? What MLB pitcher had one arm? Who was I, that? I know that. Jim Abbott. Okay. What yeah, does PPR stand for in fantasy football? You didn't say Me. anything. Point for reception. <laughs> I didn't even hear the question. You're up, though. 4-3. 
Okay. He was the first NFL rookie running back to have 100 targets and 100 carries in an NFL season. Yeah, Saquon Barkley. Oof, no. Oh, I don't think that. Uh, I don't think that this is. Okay. It's in 2017. Oh. Ezekiel Elliott. No. You're just going to keep saying off names? or I'm kind of helping you in a way a if I keep bit. getting it wrong. And now I have a one out of, what, 30 chance? Uh, I'm going to go Alvin Kamara. You have all the options, Damn but it. it's Reggie Bush. Reggie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? Reggie. My name is Reggie Bush. I hate English. I'm sorry. I've learned Reggie. a lot. <laughs> I love Reggie Bush. This past week, I've learned a lot about myself. Okay. Yeah, I'm not even going to read his little thingy. Okay. Next question. <laughs> Running backs Mark Ingram and Alvin, whatever, Kamara. became the first teammates to finish the season in the top six in fantasy points. What team did they both make? Yeah. Oh, I got New Orleans Saints. You gotta be quicker than that. I'm <laughs> the buzzer. I buzzed. No point. No okay, point. I, I don't know. That. that was kind of tied. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Can we get the instant replay? <laughs> <laughs> this isn't NFL, ESPN, or whatever. <laughs> okay. Hey, fun fact: Reggie Bush was also <laughs> on the Saints. Okay. <laughs> okay. Do I get a point for that? I knew that. I buzzed in. Then you both. The <laughs> Okay, we'll go no point. What's, what's the score? 3-4. Oh. Who's 4? You? Mm. Should be 5. Who's the only running back to be ranked number 1 in fantasy stats in back-to-back seasons? Me. Hmm. Todd Gurley. No. Yeah? Wait, what yeah. year? What years? No, 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 no. Sorry, I'm, I'm no, more positive no, no. about, <laughs> about it. No, no, no. Okay, I'm going to go Ezekiel Elliott. Again. No. I can't say his name either. Ladanian Tomlinson oh, in 2006 and 2007. Better than I Reggie. thought you said 2017. <laughs> I did too. I said that? Yeah, you did. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. No, I said who was the only running back to be ranked number one in fantasy stats. Oh, that's right. She just, never mind. I take it back. In 2017, it's Todd Gurley, so it's not like you guys are that good anyways. So He was the <laughs> highest ranked running back. Wait, is that what you said? <laughs> Fire me, Kaden. Okay. Who was the first quarterback to throw for 400 yards and four touchdowns in both of the first two games to start a season? Did we get a year? Or? In, in 2018. 18? Yeah. E. Did we get a year? No. Yeah. Who? Patrick Mahomes. Ryan Fitzpatrick for the Buccaneers. Oh, magic. It was the Fitzmagic era. What a magical four games it was. How does a defense score points for fantasy teams? Yeah. Interceptions, fumble recoveries, touchdowns, also special team touchdowns, and, and yeah. He missed he miss sacks. Yeah, he missed sacks. It's, okay, I'm going to give one point for you. Nice. And two points because he got touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I got, I got. You all. didn't give the full answer. Neither did you. You should have <laughs> a point then. That's true. Yeah, it should just be no points. Okay, no points. Oh my goodness. Going into the 2018 season, which team's defense is ranked first on most fantasy lists? 2018 season. Yee. Yeah. Baltimore Ravens. No. No. 
I'm going to go, yeah, Chicago Bears. No, oh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, I drafted them last year. Who led the Carolina Panthers in rushing TRs in 2017? Yeah, Christian McCaffrey. You know, I thought it was him too, but it's not. Okay, can you uh, ask the question again? I yelled Reggie Bush. Well, no. That's your answer. Uh, Cam Newton. Yeah. Good job. Do you know why? Because he was the quarterback. They're running back. He on. hit the 754-yard mark. Oh, okay. What current NFL running back is the son of a legendary wide receiver? Uh, yeah, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. His, da- his dad was legendary? His dad was legendary. Yes, Ed McCaffrey. I'm up three. Played with the uh, Broncos. The Broncos. They won the Super Bowl. John Elway. Three-time Super Bowl champion wide receiver who played from 1991 to 2003. I didn't realize he was, like, good. Yeah. That, he, I want to try my speaker voice. What happens to your <laughs> What do they do at ESPN? They're like, like. They talk. No. What happens to your fantasy score if a wide receiver fumbles the ball? Yeah, minus one. No. No, you don't do anything. No, no. no points awarded, no points given That's away. You get one point for you the You lose catch. two points, Kaden. You get one point for the catch, one That's point wrong. for the fumble. Minus one point. You lose two points, everyone. It's the winning catch point. I don't lose anything. Oh. What high-profile player got injured and knocked out week 10 of the 2017 NFL season? Yeah. Like, knocked out, knocked out? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go Antonio Brown, maybe against the Bengals. No? 2017 season? Yee. I think this is later. <laughs> I think who I'm saying is earlier than 2017, Teddy Bridgewater. No. The Philadelphia Eagles were soaring high until their starting QB, Carson Wentz, suffered a season-ending injury during no, Week 10. It's season-ending... <laughs> Kaden <laughs> thought you meant like physical. You said knocked out You said knocked out You got knocked out It's English metaphorically Oh Who was the only QB to finish the 2017 fantasy season In the top 10 2017 I knew this one too I did Yeah mm. Aaron Rodgers No Tom Brady I don't think it's Tom but just to piss him off, I'm saying yeah, Tom Brady. No. Two Russell breaks. Wilson. That's who I was going to say, but I just wanted to piss you off. I'm already up three. We're fine. Oh, Lord. You guys are awful. Okay. How many fantasy points does a kicker earn if he makes three out of four field goal attempts and misses an extra point? Let's do some math, yeah, guys. Depends. Yeah. I'm going to go. It's either eight or nine. I'm going to go. I don't think you. Actually, I think you do lose a point. I'm going to go eight. What's your answer? Does it say how long the field goals are? That has a that has a implication. Mm. I think it's just like it's basic, Keaton. Stop thinking too much. Theoretically, okay. Can you, so he makes three, makes three field goals and misses an extra point. Three out of four field goals and misses an extra point. Six. You were closer. It's nine. Oh, let's get points for being close. I know, but I, I said. I'm that. just saying. How many fantasy points did Deshaun Watson average per game in his first six starts of 2017? Yeah. Yeah. 22? No. That's, that's high. I'm going to go 11. That's low. Okay. 19? 14. No, 27.2. Yeah. Deshaun. Yeah. I was Super. close. And that is it. 
Kaden, you win. Terribly written questions. I'm not blaming you for writing the poorly, the poor questions. I blame I blame the writers. I'm gonna it. knock you out. I did, oh. did, did I not just say I don't She's blame her. Knock you out. So we'd like to thank Kristen for joining us today and doing some, <coughs> doing some trivia with us. Clap for yourself. Yeah. Let's just get a quick little standing ovation for Reggie Bush. Yeah. Slight snake. <laughs> Good old Reggie, the the cheater. So now to close out the show, we're gonna do a Are You Watching? Would you like to stay? Sure. Stay, stay, stay a while. We're gonna do. I'll yeah. let you know who I'm. This you is wanna know my fantasy team? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a segment where Caden gives us games, and we're gonna tell him if we're watching it or not. I watch whatever Kevin watches. So. That's a fair point. So maybe you should guess if I'm gonna watch it or not. Okay. Depending on the day and. Team. Can I have the days? Yes. Okay. Uh, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. What time? It's the Lord's Day. What oh, no, up, Saturday? Saturday night. What time? Oh, no, next Saturday. Next Saturday. Okay, I was going to say, this so Saturday. So, not this Saturday? No. Day. Uh, Saturday, we have a dinner to go to. Yeah. Uh, Do you want to go? It's a it's a company dinner. I cannot. <laughs> I, I have plans. Don't you hate when people do that? Caden has. Pl- I asked him to go to. The when they're like, oh, thanks for the invite. Oh, I can't go. Like. Yeah, you're a snake. Just snake, read, cobra. Read the, oh, oh, Portuguese for the viewers. Cobra means snake. Bafanapoli. I don't know what that means. What watch, is that? If you watch Friends, you know. I do watch Friends, but I've never heard that. You gonna give us a. You gonna give Me. us something? <laughs> uh, let's see. We, know, we know we're watching the conference championship games. We know that. So I'm trying to find something a little obscure, you know? Obscure. I'm probably not gonna watch it. Um, Friday, ESPN five o'clock. Like tomorrow, Friday. Okay. Yes. Denver and Boston basketball. No, I don't like watching the Nuggets because they're. I think one <laughs> the of the most. Nuggets. You like eating Nuggets? Chicken Nuggets. Chicken Nuggets. Nug- chicken Nuggets. Kristen's a chicken chicken Nugget advocate. And chicken okay. strip advocate. Very first, our very first date, she ate chi- or second date, she ate chicken strips with a fork. Uh, wow. <laughs> Surprised there was a second date. <laughs> uh, tell me how you really feel, Kaden. What? <laughs> Duke, Virginia Tech, college basketball. Yes. On what day? Friday. Yes. Um, I would watch it, but I'm looking at your screen and I notice that it's on the ACC network. So do I wouldn't. Do you not get the ACC? I have basic cable, so sadly I will not be watching. You're basic. I am basic. Uh, I would have watched it, but I don't, we don't have that channel. Thursday mm. night, tonight, Dallas Cowboys, Chicago Bears. No. I'm gonna give the I'm gonna give the game a look. I have Amari Cooper going. Just a little looksy. And also we're we're busy today, all of us. Caden's um, going to a play. I have to go see a play for my class. What time? Seven. Seven. Oh, thought you were gonna ditch us out on lunch again. We're also gonna get. I, I I think Kristen's gonna come with me. We're going to get a Christmas tree for my family because I have class. Oh, you snake! I know cold everywhere. Well, these guys will be coming over to help me get stuff out of the attic. That's a fact. Because that's always. Did fun. you get it? That, that's always fun times. Did you get that? <laughs> Shoot, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that. I already <laughs> asked. You. They said yes. I did say yes. I do it every year. For every. I every, had to do every it. Your holiday. 
every, every holiday we decorate for. Yeah. Lots of nutcrackers. Lots of nuts. Oh, there's over 100. I like nutcrackers. Nut okay, what's your favorite Christmas decoration? My favorite Christmas decoration? Yeah. Uh, I have two that I made myself. Oh, wait. No, no, no. Like, basic that you go to the store and buy. Not your nasty crap that you make. Yeah, not the oh. ones you make in, like, sixth grade. Or okay, in sixth grade, grade <laughs> I made a uh, snowman out of a sock and rice. But I didn't have an actual, like, white sock. It's a polka dot sock, white and black, so it's like a little snow cow. Fire. Speaking of sixth grade. And also, I painted a penguin ornament that we got from Michael's, like, three years ago. It's fire. You painted it three years ago? Yeah. So you were 17? Yeah. Okay. It was fire. So no, you, ne- you never do that. You're just like, hey, I want to decorate. I want to go paint. We tried painting pumpkins, but they like melted paint, in the rain. Don't paint a pumpkin. You carve a pumpkin. No, we painted, we painted fake pumpkins, yeah. Keaton. Speaking of sixth grade, did you mummify a carrot? We did mummify a carrot. Did you me throw mine away? That's disgusting. If any uh, of you have a mummified carrot from sixth grade, throw that away. Pittman, You're probably getting some mold or something. Pittman High, my, <laughs> fresh, Pittman High, my freshman year, uh, we found a carrot on the pool deck. Did you ever open it? Yeah. Ew. It was black. That's, That's disgusting. I'm sorry. Kate. It's just so gross. We got a carrot. Yeah. I put it in like one of those big light <laughs> big light poles Ugh. where like sick. Like on the pool deck, right? Mm-hmm. I put it in like the little box there. And I uh, it's still there after like seven years. You need to throw that away. I can, Let's go clean Kaden's room today. You, it, it's not in my room. I said it's on the pool deck. Oh, it's okay. like this little black shriveled up carrot. You won't you, you won't come back from that. That's my legacy. That's your legacy? That's my legacy at Pittman. Okay, what's your favorite Christmas decoration? Favorite Christmas decoration on three. Everybody say there's... I have two. Well, you pick one. Oh, I can't. I know. Favorite one. Let me think of mine real quick. Talking to the mic. My favorite Christmas decoration... I don't the mic. I just... (laughs) Hey, Lex. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, on three, I have mine. Okay. Okay. One, two, three. Nutcrackers and reindeers. What? You said what? Nutcrackers uh, and, reindeers. and reindeer. I said live Christmas trees. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a decoration. That, it, it qualifies. Okay. And yours was? Uh, the little things where you like press their foot and he's like. The dancing ones oh, like that yeah. are like jingle soft bells, and fluffy. Jingle bells, jingle Why is that such a cadence? thing? That, that doesn't surprise got, me. It's like a little puppy dog and he's got like a little car- a collar with the jingle bells on. He's like jingle bells, jingle bells. <laughs> Right, I like they, how they he's like s- dancing to it. So many different ones. I don't know. You could get like. I'm gonna whole, get you one for Christmas. We got we got some new decorations this year for our front front yard. You you probably saw them today. My I dad mean, got a little sleigh. It, you guys did get reindeers. Uh, Rudolph, Rudolph is not from the same package. I no, will say. no. My dad wanted to get all eight reindeer at one point. Uh, he, we had three, and they he was like, "Ah, eh, it's too much, too busy. So we're not getting all eight of them. We just got three. We got two guys out in front." And then Rudolph. And a Rudolph. It's something. I'll tell you what. I will send you guys a picture today of my snow cow snowman thing that is beautiful that I made. You still have it? Yeah, I put it out every Christmas. Oh, my favorite ornament, other than the penguin that I painted, uh, is a little Simpsons guy, right? Uh, I, I dropped him. I broke his leg, and I broke his, his beer mug. It doesn't other, surprise me that you broke day. something. Taylor was so mad. That, that I like him and that like I want to put him on because Taylor's like we need to have a fan Taylor's my sister we need to have like a fancy Christmas tree this year let's like make everything let's be clean. adultish yeah and I was like no no I like my personality to be splattered on the tree no no so why don't you make a tree in your room and splash your personality in there there's no room in his room he can put a little one he has a mess 
let's go clean your room so you can do that. Nope. Let's not. So nope. here's what we're not going to do. One more thing. One more thing. Is clean Caden's room. Favorite Christmas movie. Okay. Um, and then I got one more question, too. Well, we got three minutes, so we got to wrap it up. So okay, well on, on three, what was the question? Favorite Christmas, Christmas movie. movie. Three, two, one. Home Christmas alone. Vacation. That, doing? That's a good one. Favorite Christmas You movie? haven't seen Christmas Vacation. I don't Home watch alone. Christmas oh. movies, guys. She's going to say she's, she's going to say, oh. I'm actually like the Grinch when it comes to Christmas Ooh, movies. The Grinch? Okay, so what's your question? Other question? Just lighten the mood a little bit. Favorite Christmas present you've ever gotten? Oh, uh, I surprise myself sometimes. With what um, say. mine would be my grandma. So like, you got your grandma for Christmas? No, my grandma. It's two. She gave me this huge nutcracker, like this big, because I love nutcrackers. And then she got me, which it was kind of funny because we were at the store and there was this Elvis ornament, and she thought Elvis. I love Elvis, so she got it for me because I was playing with it because my mom loves Elvis. You still have it? I still have it. I put it on my tree every she year. Does. So what's yours? Uh, mine would have to be the gift that my sister Taylor got me last year. It was pretty fire. Something wrong with it. Uh, I'm just moving it closer. You went like this. Okay, okay. Uh, and she got me a football because she went to the University of Oklahoma. She got me a football signed by basically all the team because she had a class with one of the guys on the team. So I got autographs from Kyler Murray. Was it uh, her boyfriend? No. She just did like all of his classwork for him, and she did it. And he Can you put him. that on video? Yeah, he doesn't go to school there anymore. Oh, okay. So, you my favorite cool. Christmas gift of all time, this one's probably lame, but I really wanted a phone my whole life, and, like, my parents, like, waited forever That's to get me. That's the lamest thing I've ever heard. I got a phone one year. <laughs> <laughs> one year, I got I a phone. I was excited. I was excited. Leave me alone. And I got it, and I, also, I made calls. I also got Snoopy for, like, Christmas time-ish. So, I would say Snoopy's my favorite Christ- Christmas time-ish gift. Explain to the people who Snoopy is. Snoopy is my dog. He's adorable. He's uh, the man. How many years? He is, I think, 11 years old. He was wow. from the pound. I love him greatly. Thanks for you guys for listening or watching. We're the one calm. I'm Kevin. He's Kaden. I'm Kristen. Thank you, guys. See you next week.